as an entrepreneur and running running my own business for trying to run my own business for 15 years um, the idea that you get paid when you don't go to work is Yeah, yeah. There's something not quite right about it in my in the back of my head. Um, yeah, um, because if I make a contract with somebody to work for them, then I have a great responsibility to fulfil that. And however I feel about it. Well, that's different from the responsibility of the contract. Just because you feel bad doesn't disconnect you from your obligation. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't say in your contract, I will go to work unless I feel bad. It doesn't say that. Um, So... There's there's definitely something strange about it in this part of the world. It, it's a hangover from communism, where work didn't matter to people. Um, you know, when I was um, when I went to school, if you miss two days of school, the uh, the school sends the police to your home to check you. Yeah. 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 Now, to be honest. I don't. I don't really agree with this, but but I it, it exists. So let's you know let's not ignore it because it, it's it's a real thing. It exists. Um, when I came to Slovakia and I found that I had students that I didn't see for a week or two weeks because they were ill. Yeah. What that meant to me was, I, I thought I thought they were dead. To be honest, mm-hmm. that my first thought was, oh my God, they're dying. That was my because if you, if you like miss a, a week, I mean that's a that's a hell of a lot of productive time. I mean, how many how many weeks in a year? It's like you, you, I mean, what do you what are you missing in terms of productive? That's a one one percent or something. I don't know one percent, maybe more two percent productive time when you miss a week of work. Um, it's um, it it's it, it, the business doesn't stop. You know, the, the business doesn't stop because businesses are like zombies, right? They, <laughs> the business never sleeps. Just <laughs> keep moving. So the business is like a zombie, and and the you know the the, the employee's job is to feed the zombie, right? To keep it moving forward. Yeah. And when I say business is a zombie, it's true because the corporation is a corpse. Yeah. Which means dead body. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so, also in the modern world, there's no reason why you cannot still be productive wherever you are. Right? Uh, I, I see, and I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I mean. Like, I've been ill. Like, I was ill for a couple of days last year, and I was in bed, but I had my computer in bed and my Skype in bed, and I was, and I was you know, I was working 
from bed because 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 what because you can yeah. i mean it and as as i said earlier i do what do you do when you're no oh, I'm, I'm i'm sick what are you doing when you're sick you're just sitting are you, are you watching tv are you sleeping are you mm. what, what are you doing because the single best way to get healthy is to start planning for what you're going to do the moment you're healthy. That's the single best way to get healthy. So, um, so it's like, okay, I'm not healthy now. How much time do I need to get healthy? One week, two weeks, one month. Okay, what am I going to do now that it's going to have this have this series of processes? The people being, I said, people being ill for one week. That's, that's serious. That would never happen in Britain. And two weeks, I mean, you'd probably lose your job in Britain if you were sick for two weeks. You'd be out because there would be... Because if the company can function for two weeks without you, (laughs) what what is your special purpose in rolling in? You know, what makes you so unique that you need to be here? Pareto principle. We're back to the Pareto principle, right? Eighty twenty, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, twenty percent of the people provide eighty percent of the profits or eighty mm-hmm. percent of the results. If you're one of the eighty percent and you're not, and you're contributing less, and then you start to contribute even less, then you become useless. Now we all feel sorry for people when they get sick, and that's okay. And crazy, stupid shit happens. I don't know, car accidents or or whatever. And and so uh, so there are, there are things that 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 make life difficult. But um, people stop and they give up. They just stop and they give up and. I'm just going to wait until I'm better. What? <laughs> that that philosophy means that you'll never be better because maybe you're maybe from the age of forty you're you're maybe from the age of thirty your health is going downhill for the rest of your life, right? Slowly, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. I just. Uh, they go to the doctor and they're asking paper from my doctor. It's like, uh, what's the problem? Oh, I don't know. Take these pills. Uh. I, there are some situations where you sort of understand. It's like, well, the employee who has a really bad flu and doesn't want to get other people sick or something. But that's two days, right? You have a temperature for two days and then you're sort of back to normal. Look, if you're in a, if you've got a problem with your back, it should be in a fucking wheelchair. I mean, I, look, my opinions are very strong about these things because I've seen people with problems, I've seen people without problems, and and if you do what you can, come in for one hour. Why should I go? You come in for an hour, you know, show some respect to the company and. If you were in Japan, do you think you'd get away with that in Japan? I mean, Japan with that sort of company-orientated philosophy, you know, people will 
people will go to work and then the next day they'll be they'll, they will bury them <laughs> right um so yeah this, this something wrong you know if you've got a problem with your back come in for an hour come in for a morning do a half day show 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 us something yeah but i'm ill maybe we're all ill Maybe we're all carrying some kind of problem with us, right? Um, I, I don't really understand this. I'm ill, so I don't have to work. <laughs> I, don't, I just, this is like, what? I don't have to work. Um, okay, can you eat? Yes. Okay. Can you drink? Yes. Okay. Can you put your clothes on? Yeah. Okay. I broke two ribs and I was working. Get up and go to work. Yeah, I just like I, I broke two ribs and it meant that if there was something on the floor, I couldn't pick it up. Right? I was just like, I was like it's like you move like, <laughs> you move like a robot because you can't twist it anything, right? And people are like, oh, you know, you should be at home and lying in bed and. Well, first of all, when you've got broken ribs, lying down is actually not <laughs> fantastically comfortable. And uh, and then, and if you're doing nothing, that, that that cannot really be positive for you. Do something. My philosophy is: if I'm sick or not a hundred percent. And I can do more than people who are 100%. There's no way I'm going to lose. <laughs> There's no way I can possibly lose if I can do as much when I'm sick as other people can do when they're healthy. Because I'm just, as other people fall over, I'm going to be like, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. And I think some people want to fall over. Because uh, you go where you want to go. You, you go where it's like if you if you're not at work, it's because you don't want to be there. Uh, there's that you know like okay, I've got the flu and I don't want to make other people sick and spread germs and yeah. uh, okay, 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 okay. Right, uh, uh, I, I get it. Um, and then there's work-related illness and lifestyle related illness yeah so say you've got a job and you get injured as part of your job so we have to do the best we can to to to, to look after the employees um, however the employees take that risk when they take the job if you're an adult and you don't know how to pick up a box I mean I'm sorry like childhood finished what at the age of 12 or 13 right you know, um, so if if you're if you're in a job that has some kind of repetitive stress, you know, you, you you work to manage it. You you work around it. If you're off work because you fell off a mountain because you were rock climbing at the weekend, I don't see why you should still have your job. To be honest, mm. <laughs> because. 
if you're going to do an activity at the weekend which could risk your life and you take the responsibility to be at work on Monday and you can't be at work on Monday because you did this dangerous activity I, 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 like wow why should you even have a job I, I just I don't I, it, people have it too easy a lot of people have it too easy it's too easy for them to to not feel any consequences for their actions well I'll just do this hmm. but there's 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 a concept well I'm not really responsible for it well, we all are kind of responsible I lost my job because blah blah blah. How many times I've heard that? I lost my job because blah 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 blah. And well, really, you lost your job because you didn't provide enough value in that situation, and you put yourself in that situation. It is that can't feel. Oh, my boss was a psycho. Well, you worked. For, you had the choice not to work for these people. You can always walk away. Yes, but yeah, but you know, sometimes you take the hit now, <laughs> so that you don't take the bigger hit later on. Right? The boxer. The first couple of rounds. They're looking. They're, and they're getting hit. They're taking the hits to see what the other person's got. <laughs> And sometimes you have to take the hits in the early round so that you you're ready for for what's going to come later. And you know, people don't respect the the opportunities they get to to actually to actually do something. Um, and I really don't sort of un un understand that that kind of mentality which is just well you know and I, I know a lot of people like that I think I'm specifically thinking of one person two people I know who work in Tatra Banker right now who I've been working with and they're intelligent and they're good at their job but it's just uh, it's like the job is almost a joke for them right you know, for, for one of them, it's something to do so that he can have a break from his family. And the other one, it's like, uh, it's a way to get money to buy more computer games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where's the, uh, where's the, where's the risk there? I was watching NASCAR mm -hmm. with my son last night. Yeah. And I like watching NASCAR because it's very interesting to watch crazy people. Cause you have to understand these people are completely mm. crazy um, and uh, I think you can you can learn a lot if you respect the difficulty or the level of difficulty or the level of danger even in another person's activity and so we were, we were watching the cars crash and then crash again and then crash again and it's like wow every day these guys get in a car and they go out 
and they drive 200 miles per hour for hours and hours and hours. And they don't just have like one race a week, you know. Sometimes they there's like it's, a, it's, a, it's like five races a week or something they do. And every time they go out, they could die. Every single time they go out, they could die. And you know, there's a big stand and stadium of people going, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, down on the track, there's this there's this guy in a car for like three hours. Yeah. Ir irrational. Yeah, from your perspective, yes, but you know, from the psychological perspective, they. You, you, the only way to approach that sport sport is. You're already dead. That's how you have to imagine it. You're already dead. Because, I mean, you, you make big money because it takes it takes a tenth of a second to die and there's nothing you can do. And uh, you, you have to... Uh, and, and so these these people... Irrational, yeah, crazy, absolutely. Um, but these people get my respect because they're putting it on the line every time. There's no room for error. There's no room for, I don't feel like it today. <laughs> I don't feel like it today. I just don't feel like having sex. <laughs> You're my wife, for God's sake. <laughs> right? I just, I don't. It just doesn't. Doesn't. It doesn't feel good. It's like it doesn't matter. It's like there's just these things that have to be done, right? Um, whether you whether you like it or not. So, um, so I, I was watching it with my son, and my son is going, "Dad, they could die." Yep. <laughs> yep, and they do. <laughs> And they and, and and they do, and so I've been following it for a couple of weeks now because it's, it's I'm I'm interested in the psychology of it. And last year, in the first race of the season, there was a crash, and this guy broke his leg in the crash. And so he was, you know, he <laughs> obviously you can't drive with the broken <laughs> limits, right? You, you can't drive with the broken leg, but I mean, just like he was. He was following the team around, you know, and you know he was in the with the pit crew, and you know he was helping out and broken leg, right? And he wasn't sitting at home doing nothing, right? And he was working at strategies with the team, and so he was at home for, or he wasn't racing for about two and a half months, right? Three months. After three months, he came back to the the competition. And he won the whole series. won the whole series the beginning he started in the first race of the year he broke his leg like the worst possible start you could possibly have and he came back and he won the whole series and you know they think about an employee being sick right when they come back from being sick do they work extra hard to make up for the loss that, no, we've talked about this before they don't do they they don't. 
<laughs> it's funny. They, they, they go back to doing what they did before with no understanding that there's this period of, of nothing that existed where other people had to cover their work or there were other problems or don't know what to do about something. And working with people is always the most difficult job. You're working with machines is fine because you can open the window and throw the computer out. And fuck it. <laughs> right? But you can't open the window and throw the... <laughs> well, we, have to, we have to have more respect for people than that. Yeah, okay, but um, <laughs> you know, if you don't want to get thrown out the window, right? I mean, certain things that you need to do to make sure you're not put in that position. And I know what I what it is I wanted to say. So somebody gets fired from their their, their job, like I got, or somebody loses their job. I got fired. That's how I started my school. I got fired. I, I was working for a school. And the, the director of the school called me and said, oh, I'm not very happy with your work and I don't like this and I don't like that and I'm not going to employ you. And I said, thank you. Okay. I'm, I'm gone, right? I'm just... <laughs> I'm gone. And um, I'm like, okay, I can, I can do this myself. I don't know. So, it, it, I didn't stop and, you know, cry into my beer and think my life was over. I was like, okay, change of direction. <laughs> let's let's you know the the secret art of taking the negative and turning it into a positive. Okay, I broke my leg. So, what can I learn where I can use my brain? To help the company. I mean, is there something wrong with me? I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, if, if I broke my leg and I couldn't physically get into an office somewhere, I'd be online, I'd be Skyping with people, I'd be learning as much about the company as possible, I would be, I would be organizing the data and information, I'd be calling people and asking people if they needed help. How can I help them? How can I support them? What can I do? I'd be designing a system for the company so that if anybody else got sick or ill, then they could use that system so that so that they could still work. Because if you're not here, you're not here. <laughs> right? Look, it's a nice space. It's a nice place for you to come and work. Come and now, come and come, come and do something. Even if you need to, like, um, what was it? Uh, Queen's last... I'm having a big monologue today. I'm sorry. I'll finish in 30 seconds. Um, must be the drugs. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Queen's last video. Uh, what was it? The Days of Our Lives. Mm -hmm. The last music video made by the band Queen. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen it? You don't know. Oh, well, like Freddie Mercury looks like looks like he's dead already, right? He's like, he looks dead, right? You know, he, he got up and went to this. He got up and went and recorded the video, even though he was he, he was dying. He couldn't move. He had to be wheeled in in a wheelchair. He had to get people to hold him up, right? He had to take these. He could only stand for like. 10 or 15 minutes and then he had to get people to carry him to a bed and he had to lie down for a couple of hours 
And then people carried him back to the video camera and he continued filming. Right? You've, you've got a responsibility. As, as insane as it is, you've got a responsibility. You, you're responsible to your band. You've got a responsibility to the, the people around about you, the people who have invested time, money, energy in you. You have to do what you can. And you can, and then after they made the video, it's like they didn't know what to do with it because, because Freddie Mercury looked so sick. Mm. And uh, uh, or I was reading a story that uh, you know the guitarist was saying the last time that they were in the studio, which they didn't know was the last time because they thought every time was the last time. So that's how you had to look at it. You had to look at it for a period of two or three years that every time could be the last time mm. and he said that he said the last time that he said Freddie Mercury was so sick he couldn't even stand and he was being wheeled around in a wheelchair and he was just saying he was saying to the, he was saying to the people just write down anything write down anything whatever you had write down anything and I'll go into this give me a mic and I'll go into the studio and I'll sing it just so that you have something that you can work with So when I you know when I when I hear about people missing large amounts of work, I, I I have very little respect for for them in in that kind of 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 situation because I think you have a responsibility as an employee to to. To be there for the people who are there for you. The company provides money for your life. This is paying for everything. I mean, you, you've got to realize how important that is. You've got to realize that it's paying for your electricity, your water, your food, your, your health insurance, your transportation, your entertainment. You've got to realize how important that is. You've got to realize if you invest now, it will come back in the future. Like when there is an economically hard time and people have to go from the company, the boss is going to look at the list of people who are effective and who have done something, who've done something extra, who've done something, and they stay. And the rest just go. All these people that got comfortable with middle management positions in 2001 before the terrorist attacks, right? Mm -hmm. Then all lost their jobs, right? Because of the, there was a large economic downturn after September 2001. Mm -hmm. And across Western Europe and big businesses, lots of people were just fired. It's just like the whole economic restructuring of everything. <laughs> all these people gone and I know because my, my cousin was, was one of those people and um, the people who stayed were the people who did the extra did the extra work they, they went the extra mile they, they did more um, and there, there's always there's always more there's always something better that, that you can do and uh, this, the, the um, 
an employee needs to come to me with a very, very good reason for something not being the way that it should be. Um, <clears throat> because of the excuses. We're all so perfect at these... Uh, well, you see, I couldn't do it because... Flubba blubba 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 blubba. My 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 neighbor's donkey fell on my dog, and then I had to take the dog to the vet. And then on the way from the home from the vet, the dog escaped, and you know it it it, it ate somebody's cat, and then the police came. And said, oh, for God's sake! Just I don't. It's a jo- it's a joke, right? I mean, I just it's a story which is completely irrelevant. 